All right, everybody, welcome to the boys I met along the way. I am here with my good friend, Jen Barry. And Jen and I go back a long way. Jen is not one of the boys I met along the way. She's one of the girls I met along the way. Yes. But we have, when did we meet? Was it eighth grade? You're gonna hear a lot of background noise. We are in the basement of a, like a bar in Baltimore. Yeah. We go back to 10th grade English class. Mrs. Nicholson. Yeah, who, who may or may not still be alive. We hope she is. We hope she is. She was advanced, like advanced placement English, I think. Uh-huh, yep. And we recorded a... Lord of the Flies 2020. And was I Barbara Walters or were you? I think I was Barbara Walters because you weren't at that stage yet. Okay, that's fair. But I was probably a little jealous that you were Barbara I'm sure. Walters. I mean, the photo in your locker. Yes, people don't actually believe that, but can you please say, oh, there's I a can, boy messaging I you quickly. I can verify 1,000% Jason had a picture of Barbara Walters in his locker in high school. Yes, so, uh, okay, so he's almost there, so that's fine. So, okay, so I want to talk about a few things that I want to skip ahead to present day, but um, we met in 10th grade. We went to homecoming in the prom together. Mm-hmm. We were voted cutest couple. Yep. Royalty. Star prom Point, royalty. Star Point class of 2003. Mm-hmm. Cutest couple. Yes. Free pictures. Free pictures. And we are still friends. We're still friends. Despite prom night not resulting in an unwanted pregnancy. Like, we still I, talk yeah, to each other. I mean, we are not being forced to be together right now. No, we're not. There's no, yeah. So, skip forward 20 years. Here we are. And let's talk about, so I've talked a little bit on this podcast about the boys that I have met along the way. You have met some boys along the way, but we have met some boys together along the way. We have, yes. And let's talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about that. So let's, we're not going to use his real name because frankly, we can't remember his name and it doesn't really matter. We honestly cannot remember. So let's call him Jack. Jack. Okay. So, Jack, tell us a little bit about Jack. So, Jack was a boy I met um, on one of the apps. We went out on Halloween. This was uh, probably like 2016, 2017. Uh, We went out on Halloween. We had many, many drinks. We had a very good time. And uh, then Jason came to visit. Yes, I did. He uh, wanted to come over and make me dinner. And I was like, oh, well, my friend's visiting. And he's like, I will make him dinner too. Doesn't he eat? And I was like, actually, yes, he does eat. Yes, he does eat. Um, and so he, he came over and he did make us dinner. Yep. And we got, it was, it was not only dinner, but it was an experience. It was a full-on experience. Yes. Tell us more about that because I have some thoughts to share. So first off, he arrived with his bike that he threw down against the wall in my hall. There is still the marks, yep. so I remember him every yep. day when I see that. Um, and I forgot that like this was even a thing until I remembered the bike because I remember it was a little odd that he just like he didn't ask permission. He just like nope. hauled it in and threw it against the wall. So I do remember that. Okay, so keep going. Yeah, he did um, bring us stuff we had um avocado toast with poached eggs he taught us how to poach eggs which was cool yes um he also um brought extra food to make himself a lunch for the next day because he was assuming he was spending the night and was packing a lunch for the next day but he was not because jason was sleeping in the living room 
that did not deter him. So, but it did eventually deter him because he went home, didn't he? No, I think he spent the night. Oh, he did? I think he did, yeah. Oh, you, 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 you dirty dog. You dirty dog. I didn't know that. I mean, I was fast asleep on my, my little rollaway. Oh, there's a boy. Hang on one second. This is one of the boys we've met along the way. Let's take a quick look. He's two minutes away. I wouldn't start moving toward the door. Or I would start moving toward the door is what he's saying. So are we certain? How slow does he think I move? I don't know. But when he arrives. Is he just going to fling it out the window and I have to like catch it? I. <laughs> so this boy is bringing Jen something. Mm -hmm. Something it, I left in his car this weekend. Yeah. It's not actually not in. It's like, should we say what it is? Because it's not actually oh, it's nearly. It's actually just my Invisalign case. But yes. it's like the nice case that came with the Invisalign. <laughs> That's the Invisalign brand. And I want it back because it's so much better than the cheap ones on Amazon. Absolutely. I understand that. But because it sounded like a little more inappropriate than what it actually is. It's just an Invisalign case. So we invited him to come on to our podcast. Mm -hmm. He declined. So when he actually arrives, we're going to take a short break. Yes. Commercial break. Mm -hmm. um, but before we do that, let's go back to this guy. He was visiting. Mm -hmm. Jack. Jack. I, I wasn't a fan of Jack. I found him to be... Pretentious, insecure. presumptuous, insecure. insecure, was not willing to engage. I was trying to make him comfortable, ask him questions about himself. He had a marathon shirt on. Uh -huh. I was asking him about the marathon. I've run in a few marathons. I thought we could connect on that level. Nope. Jack was not interested. He was not into that. No. Nope. He knew I was gay. Yep. He still didn't care. Yeah, he was, he had something going on. I don't know. He was not getting comfortable. He was... Oh, he did loosen up when he was started showing us weird cartoons. He showed us, was they were German cartoons. They were German. They were in German. We had no idea. He's like, this is hilarious if you knew German. Yeah. We don't know German. We don't know German. He's the only one who knew any German. Yes. But he made us sit there and watch it. And because I am friends with you, I sat there. Otherwise, I would have just been like... I, I don't care about this guy and I would have just moved on but because it was a friend of yours which you've done with people in my past admittedly yeah 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 I was just sitting there watching these German cartoons I didn't know I didn't know what was going on I think I think this individual is here so if he is here we're going to take a short commercial break and we will be right back right after this message so you just heard Jen talking about she just had to leave really quickly because um, she left an Invisalign case in a guy's car yes. and he just returned it. He was invited to be on the podcast. He declined. He was very tired. Um, yeah, he, he was a nice guy. Good guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, good. And like very respectful. He brought back the Invisalign case. So that's that's fantastic. So what I would like to talk about next, I wanna I wanna talk about three things. I wanna talk about us going to the prom. Of course, yes. I wanna talk about life since then. Hmm. And I wanna talk about happened. modern dating. Oh yeah. So let's go back to the prom for a moment. The year was 2003. Mm -hmm. We were seniors in high school. Again, to remind everybody, we were voted cutest couple because we were. But I want to talk about... We went to the prom. Mm -hmm. Years later, I was like, Jen, I have something to tell you. I'm gay. And you're like, yeah, I know. And you were like... I, I said to you, I was like, well, then why did you want to go to the prom with me? And we you And you said, yes, go ahead. We were 
we had a good time together. Yeah. Why wouldn't I want to go to the prom with you? Well, I didn't know at the time because, I mean, clearly, you no, know. No, we were good friends. Yeah. Well, that was wonderful. And, like, you were the, you were the first person that I told, and you had a very good reaction. I think it was like, okay, can we go get lunch now? Yeah, I mean, I just flew to fucking North Dakota. I was <laughs> so hungry. it was in North Dakota. <laughs> yes. I was fucking starving. I was living in North Dakota. And that's how dedicated I am. Super dedicated. And I'm very grateful for that. Because I think, too, it makes a big difference. Like, who you tell first, I think, makes a profound difference in, like, your experience moving forward. Because it either gives you the courage to move forward or it makes you sort of. Um, uh, I don't know what the word is, but like it makes you retreat if the re- first response isn't yeah, I could positive. See that. Word. Yeah. Yours was very positive. So I've always been very grateful for that. So twenty years, fast forward twenty years, here we are, and a lot has happened since then. So much has happened. Jen will say this, so I will. Jen is super accomplished. She went to graduate school at Yale, and she worked at Johns Hopkins, and is working at another um, new not new, but another hospital in Washington, D.C. now. And you have been um, on the apps. And I want to know, like, what has your experience been? I was on Hinge, Hinge mm-hmm. Tinder, OkCupid, mm-hmm. Bumble. Mm-hmm. And I met my boyfriend on Hinge. We've been mm-hmm. together for two years. He's a wonderful guy. That is where we met. What has been your experience on these apps? So, yeah, I've tried all of that, probably some more. Um, the League, uh, Plenty of Fish. That's the bougie one. The, the League is the bougie one, one. yes. That one's okay for D.C. It's not so good for Baltimore. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I think the older you get, the harder it gets, unless you're willing to, like, as a, a, as a straight female, go up a little bit in age to someone who is a... Uh, Divorced with children. So that's where I'm at right now at 37. Okay, but this is a question because... So this is the other thing that people need to know because um, I was originally supposed to see Jen. I mean, I'm here. I'm in Baltimore right now. But I was supposed to take the train from New York City. The train was canceled because of a derailment. So I got on a Megabus. Megabus is not a sponsor of this podcast. No, not at all. We would, we would just discourage them from sponsoring anything. Absolutely. So I got on the bus on, let's say, Monday. I got on the bus on Sunday to come to see you. And the bus, I'm not kidding, ran out of gas about 45 minutes from Baltimore. So we were pulled on the side of I-95. I called Jen. Jen kindly came to get me on the side of I-95. Of course I did. But what I would like to talk about is when you were in the car, we were talking about, like, the idea of marriage and the idea Mm -hmm. of... And I was saying, I want to be in a healthy, committed, monogamous relationship, but I do not wish to be married. Mm-hmm. You feel differently, it sounds like. Like, you're at least open to the idea. I'm open to it. Yeah, I mean, why not? I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I know it's not for everyone, but, um, yeah, there. I have nothing that makes me take pause and say, no, I definitely don't want that. I know there are things in my life I do not want. I do not want children. I do not want, I don't know... Well, I guess that's the only one. But <laughs> marriage is not one of those non-negotiables. Yeah. So you're not. So my non-negotiables are no kids, mm-hmm. no Trump supporters. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And no marriage. Mm-hmm. Those are big deals for me. 
And Josh, the guy that I've been with, is okay with no kids, is not a Trump supporter, and is like okay with not, like he is more open to the idea of marriage than I am, but it's not a deal breaker for him. I said, I will not be married. So you have been on a lot of the same apps that I have been on. Yes. What has been your experience with these apps and modern dating? It is so hit or miss, and I think you get what you put into it. Okay. I feel like if you're putting in the effort to get to know people and talk to them and to, like, cultivate your experience so you only go out with people who you might have a chance with, like, you put some effort into talking to them. The people who are, like, you say, hey, and they're like, oh, I don't like chatting. I just want to meet up and see if we click in person. No, thank you. I don't have time for that shit. I need to spend a, a couple minutes just seeing you're, that you're not a psycho. I can't meet up for coffee with every single fucking person. So let me ask you this, too. When someone says, like, I want to see if we click, does it mean click, like, personality-wise, or does it mean click in the bedroom? Like, what does that oh, mean? Oh, I mean, I was just assuming that you're not, like, um, really, like, they just check in that you're not, like, some catfish or, like, something. Oh, so you think that's what it means? So that's what you interpret Yeah, that to I mean, mean that you're not, you're not ugly and you can carry on a conversation. So they want to be sure that your pictures match. Bingo. Okay. So they want to be sure that your pictures are representative of who you actually are. Uh-huh. So I have to tell you, I went out with a number of people in northern New Jersey and in New York City. And in general, the pictures matched what they had in their profiles. I didn't have to say that everybody was a home run, mm-hmm. but they looked like they, they had online. Did you ex- have you experienced that? I feel like straight men sell themselves short and they actually usually look better in person. Like really? they pick terrible pictures. Like, oh no, like who, who told you that was a good picture? I mean, you're okay, but like they look better in, in real life. That's interesting. Do you think that's an intentional thing though? No, I think they just don't know. You think they just don't know? Okay. What is the most interesting dating story you can tell us? Like, within a PG-rated sort of situation. Like, Hinge, okay, Cupid, can you remember something that was just like, oh my god, this is not what I signed up for, or this is really amazing. Just a unique story. Any unique story that you have from these apps. Um, gosh, but it has to be PG. Yeah. Cause you know my mother, Josie's gonna be listening oh, to this. I don't want. I don't want to. She just turned I don't seventy. Damage Josie's. No, absolutely. Absolutely. She's gonna be saying, "Jason, Jesus Christ, Jen did what? We don't want that. Little Josie, no, we cannot I mean, be. No, we she'll cannot go be tell damaging. my sister, who will tell my mother. Yes. So where we, it gets around in old Pendleton. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. And so we want this to be just something unique. So I'll give you an example and while you think. I went out with somebody once. I intentionally do not ask what people do for a living before we went out because I feel like that sometimes makes people feel a little self-conscious. So I didn't ask. I sat down with this guy. We were there for about 30 minutes. I was like, okay, so what do you do? He said, I'm a lawyer. I said, this will never work. I do not want people who are married to their jobs. That is not something that is of interest to me. He's like, how do you know I'm married to my job? I said, you probably work 18 hours a day, six days a week. No. And he said, you're right, I do. He's like, but if you ever want, I can bill my firm for really nice meals. And so if you ever want to hang out, 
So I did. I did go out with this. His name was Tony. I won't say his last name, but that's his, his real first name. And we went to Rockefeller Center for a really nice meal. Um, and he built his firm. That is a great story that I have from Hinge. Give me a story along those lines. It doesn't have to be a Tony story, but like something unique, interesting. So I, uh, I, I actually, the location where we are right now, yes. I went on a first date here. Okay. And uh, I, I love to go to the dungeon. I like to go downstairs. I think it's better vibe. I like Very it better than the upstairs. He wanted yes. to go to the upstairs. Like an 8 p.m. date. So I'm thinking we're meeting for drinks. I get there, he's ready for dinner. And I'm like, oh, I did not know we were having dinner. Okay, well, I already ate, but whatever. Like, I'll have some garlic parmesan fries. Yeah, like, of course. Why not? He orders a big-ass plate of mussels. And oh, that's disgusting. To eat the mussels, the entire, and like, just like, destroy the mussels. Literally, he's like, I destroyed those mussels. He ate all of them. It was disturbing to sit there and watch it. And then afterwards, he felt sick. And I no. was like, it was so disgusting. No. Like, oh, no, I like, I like, after that, I just left. Like. I don't blame you. Oh. I hope you never spoke to him again. Oh, God, no. It okay, was disgusting. Good. Because... I feel like, in my experience, as a gay man, you may have a different... There are certain foods that I would not order on a first date. They need to be easy to eat. Like, I would not order, like, spaghetti either, because you have to, like, twirl it. It's going to be, like, falling out of my mouth. Now I will order spaghetti, and it will be falling all over my... Like, I'll have, like, spaghetti sauce all over me, but that's after two years. On a first date, I don't want that. No, you don't want someone like breaking into mollusks and like pulling the flesh <laughs> out disgusting. and like just Ugh. like shoveling it, shoveling no. it as fast as you could pull it out. Ugh. No. No, it was disturbing. Ugh, no, thank you. That is, that is. Nothing against this place. I'm sure they were delicious, but. No, that's not something you order on a first date. You're absolutely right, John. That's absolutely right. So what do you think is, what do you think are the hallmarks? of a good first date. As a straight woman who's met, so my podcast is called The Boys I Met Along The Way. I've talked to some of the boys that I've met along the way. And I want you to share with me some of the straight boys that you have met along the way. The ones that were memorable. What did they do right? Help, let's help some of the straight guys out there today. I feel like when you just have that like, like you're just talking and then like all of a sudden like the bartenders are staring at you because they want to go home and you've closed out the bar and you like didn't even realize it but how do you do that i don't know you just have to like have that conversation that just keeps going and you just are so interested in talking to each other and like just sitting there and like uh, i don't know how do you how do you how do you build that i don't know so a good conversationalist is obviously key. What else would you... So I would say, like, don't order the spaghetti, don't order the, the mussels. Don't order the mussels ever. Um, that's, like, third date territory. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you just have to be um, open and, like, willing to learn about the person. Like, it needs to go both ways. Like, it can't just be, like, someone like, oh, what kind of music do you like? Oh, do you have siblings? Oh, where did you go to college? Like, it has yeah. to be a back and forth, and you're both actively interested in learning yeah. more about each other and having something deeper. Yeah, I agree with that. Because I was saying this to you before we started recording. Tony, mm-hmm. the lawyer, 
told me, hey, we can hang out, whatever. You know, I know it's not going anywhere, but we can hang out. I was on a date with a guy that all he could do was talk about spinning at Equinox. I don't care about spinning. Mm. I don't care about Equinox. No. And I had never done this before, but I went to the bathroom. I texted Tony. I said, if you are still willing to take me to dinner, I would like to do that. I can meet you in Rockefeller Center in 20 minutes. And I went back out to the guy. I said, this is not working for either of us. Let's just, let's just end this. Have you ever done that? Because that I, felt so I gratifying. I love the save like that because you, like, for a first date, I mean, I don't know if it's the same for you, but I, like, put some effort into how I look. I pick up Absolutely. Outfit, I do my makeup. I do my hair. Absolutely. And if it's, a, it's done and I have to leave, I want a backup. Yes. And, and Tony, but the thing is, too, that I think the part that was really important to me. The food? Well, the food obviously was critically important and I wasn't paying for it. But the other part was like, I think it's really important and I want to know what you think, seriously for a moment. Like, I told Tony on the very first time we went out, I'm like, this is going, I will not date a lawyer that works 18 hours a day. I, you, are, you are married to your firm and that's great. I do not want to be a part of that. I don't want to be a third wheel to the firm that you're working at. So he knew what this, like when he took me out to that nice dinner in Rockefeller Center, he knew that it wasn't going anywhere. Yeah, you have to set expectations and you have to set boundaries and you have to be clear about what you're looking for. I think right. especially in situations like that or someone's going to get hurt. Absolutely. Do you feel like guys are really, because I feel like, I'd say it's like 50-50. The people that I went out with, 50% were very clear on what they wanted. 50% were very wishy-washy. And... I have to say, like, some of them I didn't care if they were wishy-washy because I was totally uninterested anyway, so that was fine. But the person that I'm with now was, like, exceptionally clear. Mm -hmm. His name is Josh. He was, like, very... Um, he was willing to put his cards out, which in one way is really endearing. I think that makes you a bit vulnerable. Of course, yeah, it does, absolutely. But he has been very willing to sort of put his cards out and... For me, that's very endearing, even though that's not something that I would... I don't think I ever misled anybody, but I was not as willing to, like... And still, I'm not as willing to, like, put my cards out. Uh, yeah. Where do you fall on that spectrum? No, I feel like I'm more, like, on the um, protective side. Me too. Like, I am playing defense. I am holding my cards close to my chest. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But why Why do you think that is? I do it because I don't want to be hurt. I don't want to be hurt. Okay, same. Same. But do you think that that robs you sometimes of the potential? Of course, because you can't gain if you're not willing to lose. Yes. So how do people look past that? Because I have not, like, the people, like, well, I've only been in two serious relationships. One before this and one now. Mm -hmm. And at least the one now, he is the one that has the cards out. And sort of is much more willing to say, like, this is what I want. This is what I'm hoping that this will result in, you know, develop into. Mm -hmm. And I have not historically been that person. Because I was, yeah, I'm afraid of getting hurt. Of course. Have you been able to get past that? Because I've made, like, little strides, but not many. No. And I, I think that, though, to be fair to myself, COVID threw a huge fucking yes. wrench into everything. Because yes. I've basically been MI the past two years. Yeah. Well, and I think too. This is this is. Um, I agree with you, and I think. I guess my question was like, let's go to a. I know this is even hard to imagine, but like before COVID. Uh huh. When you did, you ever have a guy that was like really sweet, really kind? You were into this guy. He was like very vulnerable. He put his cards out on the table, and you're like, "This is too much." Like, with. 
one of the, the, the critiques that Josh said of me, he said this, he's like, I'm in a pool, and he's like, and I'm swimming in the deep end, and I'm like uh-huh. inviting you to come in, and you like dip your toe in like the shallow end, and then you run out of it. Yeah. Have you had guys that have like, and I think he was right, think, have you had guys that have I done I think there's one thing that stuck with me, was one guy would always tell me, you need to be present. I feel like you're never present. Like yeah. you're here with me, but you're not here with me. Like we're not at the same spot. You're not as invested as I am. You don't, you're not doing, like, just be present. And I, I feel like that is, like, I didn't get it at the time, but it resonates with me now that I fully understand that I was not present. And I've seen it happen to me also, that guys are not present. And do you call them out on it when that happens or no? No, I don't. I don't know. No, to be honest. Okay. So, have you ever... Like I said, my very worst date ever was this guy that would not shut up about Equinox. And... That's a pretty tame worst date. No, it is. No, I had, like... There were people... I can't say that I went out with anybody that I would say was, like, a genuinely, like, terrible person. There were many, many, many people that I would not want to see again. But there weren't people... that were just, We were just misaligned. But they weren't bad human beings. This guy wasn't a bad human being either. It's just, like, I don't need to be, like, dressed out in Lululemon... Uh, wearing, yeah, wearing Lululemon, they going to Equinox. Lululemon for men? I think so, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, no, they do. I'm certain okay. that they do, yeah. You'd probably look great in it. I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I just wouldn't pay for it. But yeah, of if, course, someone were yeah. To, if someone were to gift it to me, of course oh, yeah, I would yeah, wear yeah. it. Yeah. That's different. But I just don't, I don't, I don't care about Equinox. Mm-hmm. Like, I care about it for like five seconds. Yeah, that's one facet of you, move on. And I also feel like, I don't know if you feel like this in the straight community, but in the gay community, that's like, I have money. It's a status symbol. When you belong to Equinox, it is like, I have money. Yeah. So, do you feel like there are like soft power plays, implicit power plays in straight dating for people to know like, I have money, or is it more explicit? When that happens, like the Equinox thing is like, I have enough money to spend a fortune on a gym membership. Is there something similar in the straight community? Yeah, I mean, I mean, like straight dudes in their cars, um, or straight dudes who like legitimately like always will pay and will fight you and be offended if you try to pay. Like as if I am offending them by offering to pay. Yeah. Um, I mean, absolutely, definitely. All right, I got a few more questions for before we wrap up this episode. What is your biggest hope for this year? For myself, what is my biggest hope? Yeah. Um, I actually have a lot of um, professional hopes for myself. And, okay. Um, I would like to um, do some things at work. And then personally, I actually would like to work on rebuilding my friendships much, a little bit more so than trying to jump into a romantic or intimate relationship. Okay. And you feel like you have to rebuild the friendships because of the last two years and because of like the lockdown and everything else yeah, that transpired? Yeah, I feel like I'm not the same person I was before. And I have people who are here for me, and that's great. Yeah. Um, but... Um, I, I, I want to, you know, develop some new deep friendships because people like you, I love yeah. you, you're great, yeah. but you're not in Baltimore. I'm not in Baltimore, <laughs> but I'm visiting Baltimore, and I used to come a few times a year. Yeah. I used to come a few times a year. Yes. And this is the first time that I've been here in two and a half, two and a half, at least two years, two years at least two years. two years, yeah. Because I remember I was coming, at the, 
at the end of my last relationship when everything was falling apart I was here yeah I remember yeah and I'm in a very different place now yes and um I this is something that I really treasure so I was really excited and I was so grateful that you were willing to pick me up on the side of the road on I-95 I've never been more excited to pick up a hitchhiker <laughs> Jen thank you so much for your two decades of friendship and for sharing what you did today on the boys I met along the way. Absolutely. It's been my pleasure. Thank you, Jason. Thank you for being my prom date. (laughs)